What's up, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Econ Billionaires. Uh, last episode, I talked about, what did I call it? Making big boy moves? I don't know why I titled it that. Um, but it was basically me just giving like a, um, an announcement about something pretty cool that happened yesterday that I'm really excited about. Um, so if you haven't checked that out yet, go listen to that after this episode's over. Just keep listening to this. You don't need to go do it yet. But this episode um, is actually about creating a polarized message. Like, why it's important to have polarization in your message and not be trying to cater to everybody. Why it's important to, to take a stance on something that you know that people are on both sides of the fence on and something that's going to last for a while. So I'm going to give you guys examples of that in this episode. I'm going to let you know what made me even start thinking about this today, like how this even popped up in my head and uh, what I plan on doing with it very soon. So hope you guys, what? I was about to do an outro. <laughs> uh, so just keep listening. The intro is coming in a second and then we're going to go over this stuff. <laughs> yeah. What's up, everyone? I'm Ron Carter, and I'm part of an underground movement of entrepreneurs who pride ourselves in giving value over making the sale. We put our message out to the world and let the people we can help come to us. We keep our nose to the grindstone because we know that every piece of content we publish is like a beacon of hope for the people we aim to serve. Unlike traditional marketers, we don't build complicated systems or funnels for the main objective of getting the sale or cheat by starting off with big piles of venture capital cash. Instead, we provide value, solve problems, build relationships, and most importantly, we empower others to do the same. We focus on contributing rather than converting. We're not in this game just to make money, but to make a difference. We build lifelong fans who we can serve over and over again. You're listening to Ecom Billionaires Podcast, and we are future billionaires. All right, so now that I figured out that I'm not doing an outro, this is the beginning of a podcast. Let's get right into it. Um, polar, like our polarizing message, uh, instead of just describing what that is, let me give you a good example. One that I actually have been seeing on Facebook by somebody that you might know is an entrepreneur. Sorry, there's a motorcycle in the background. Um, he's an entrepreneur named Sam Ovens. Um, and he had an ad out on Facebook that we've got a lot of ads out on Facebook, but I was being retargeted by one and the, the picture on it was like, it looked like a picture of a crazy dude. It might've been Charles Manson or somebody that at least looked like Charles Manson. It's a black and white photo. Dude looked completely insane. And in the text, it said the internet or it said digital marketing has gone insane. And then, um, and then right under that headline there was a quote and like in quotation or in the quote marks quotation marks yeah that's what they're called jeez okay so inside the quotation i'm good at funnel building not english right so sorry somebody was trying to talk to me um i gotta start telling people i'm recording podcasts um i tried to like mouth that to them and they took off Anyways, um, so the quote said, 
Uh, it said, I have nine chatbots, two email lists, um, six funnels, and zero conversions. It said something like that. And, and, um, and then it said, you don't need any of this stuff to run like a successful business. That was basically the messaging. And when I saw that, I looked at the comments and the comments were just going on and on, like comments from, from both sides. Cause there's people who love chatbots and funnels and all this stuff and they're using them to make them work. And there's other people who love building up their personal brand and then using that leverage to make their stuff work. And then there's other people who like, I think is the best way who are doing both, who are leveraging their personal brand and using funnels and chatbots be able to grow their business so as you can see there's a lot of people who are on either side of the fence in this thing or they're on both sides of the fence but either or this messaging affects them either or they read that they see that first of all the picture is gonna get them to like look because they're like who's this crazy dude and what does that have to do with digital marketing and then they read the quote the giant quote on the photo and um and and they either believe the message they're either for it or against it basically and so it causes people to react so what's good about this is they know where they react they react in the comments and for any of you who know how the facebook algorithm works the more comments a post get the more engage like a comment is the most genuine type of engagement it's like if they're leaving a like a genuine comment and liking or disliking the post Facebook is going to show that to more people. The more people that are doing that, the more people Facebook is going to show it to. You see why it's important to have a prolific message? Because it's going to cause, yeah, it's going to, it's going to repel half of the people. It's going to repel half of the people who, who uh, consume it. But the half of the people that it repel, the half of the people who are like, no, oh, this is bullshit. Like I use chatbots and funnels and blah, 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 and I'm having success and those are the people that Sam Ovens is not trying to target with his business. So it doesn't matter that they feel that way. The, the, act, the naysayers and the haters are actually helping him get his message out to the people who he really can help. They're helping him by commenting, disliking, or liking the post. Which is causing Facebook to show the post to more people. And, you know, most likely out of every two people let's just say 10 it's like well for every two people facebook shows the post to one likes it and one doesn't like it you know they're either for it or against it but everybody that's for it is somebody that is most likely going to click sam oven's link and that's why i've been seeing this ad over and over again for the last few months because it's working so that's what prolific marketing is it's when you it's when you take a stance, you, 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 make a pro, you make a prolific statement, a prolific belief, and you stand behind it. Now, prolific basically means it's, it's kind of a crazy idea, but it's not so crazy that people can't get behind. You know, like right now, to say that you don't need a chatbot or a funnel or any of that shit, it's kind of crazy, right? Like, because almost all of digital marketing right now, everyone's talking about chatbots and funnels, and the people that are brand new, they aren't really learning strategy, they think that all this stuff is just a tactic. Like you just implement it and then it works. And it's not, it's not, it's a system. It's a, it's its own distribution system. 
just like TVs back in the day in, in the 50s and 40s when TVs came out, that was a distribution system. Like they were selling TVs in stores so that you would go put it in your home. Like the whole point of doing all of that was just so that they can run ads. They, they knew that from the get go. Like we're gonna run ads, we're gonna sell a lot of shit. And so to do it, we need everybody to buy a TV, put it in their house so that they can consume the ads. And, and so they were building their distribution system. These funnels and these chatbots, they allow you to build a whole distribution system like that, but digitally. So you don't have to get other people to go out and buy TVs and then watch the channels. All you gotta do is get them to opt in from wherever. You know, whether it's a link on your page, whether it's a button on your website, whether it's a link in one of your posts. It's a distribution system. If you don't know how to use a distribution system correctly, it's not going to work for you. It's a tool. It's not just a thing that if it was as simple as just building a chatbot and then letting it loose on the internet, there'd be a lot more people talking about many chat. Like there's already a lot of people, but everybody would be doing it. And then guess what? They didn't want to work. So nothing is a for sure thing. You have to put in the work and the effort and understand how it all works. But I'm off on a side tangent now. Um, so what made me start thinking about all this stuff and wanting to share it with you guys today was uh, actually from a Facebook Live that I did inside of uh, one of my friend's Facebook groups. My friend Jason Blazifer, he's got a Facebook group called Affiliate Marketing Madness. You guys go check it out. It's an awesome group. He does a lot of interviews with, um, with a lot of up and coming entrepreneurs, other people that are in the group that are providing a lot of value. Um, I'm proud to say that I was his second interview in the group. He's got like over 30 of them now, I think. I don't really, he's got so many that it seems like 30. <laughs> I didn't count, but it's just like, it's a lot. Um, and they're all in the unit tab of his group and they're all live interviews where they're doing screen recordings and showing different strategies for the different stuff that the people do. It's an awesome group. And I'm not one of the kind of people that think like, oh, you affiliate market too? And I got a group about affiliate marketing. So that means that I can't ever talk about your shit. No, like I'm about providing you, the person listening to me right now, with value. I don't care where it comes from. As long as long as you get what you're looking for, as long as you get the solution to your problem, I'm cool, you know? Um, and so, yeah, it's an awesome group. I totally recommend it. But I went live in that group because uh, Jason had something going on in the group where he was allowing people to do a promotion. You're allowed to promote something that you have but you have to do it from a live video. Um, so I said, okay. And I started promoting my expert secrets workbooks. If you guys have been listening to the podcast for a while, um, you've probably heard the outro of me talking about it. And uh, if you haven't, go check it out. Econbillionaires.com slash expert secrets. Uh, and anyways, in the beginning of this live video, I basically have refined my sales message since I built that funnel. Um, for that product, for that workbook. And basically, I, I give the workbook away to anybody who gets the free book offer from me. And I started off that live video saying, all right, like I was holding up my Expert Secrets book. I was showing all the tabs that are in it. And I was talking about how I read through this book like four times in a row to really start to understand copy. And that I'm not over-exaggerating. It was actually like four times. Three of them were in a row, but I've read it four times. And... Uh, and I did that to be able to actually really write a sales message from the book. And as I was writing it, I figured out one thing that Russell left out. 
right there right there that statement i didn't even realize that i said it in the live but i, I got a comment or a message from from uh from another friend who's in that group is also in my group as well his name is bernie dub uh he uh you guys go check him out on facebook he's got a couple groups some like big groups actually but anyways um so he pointed it out to me he, he sent me a message and he said i love i love the video he said but you didn't get to what russell left out because i said it on the fly and then i just went into my original sales message and and then later i started talking about you know the expert secrets workbook and how it will help you actually write your sales message um because all of the instructions in the book and expert secrets they're 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 clear cut but he immediately russell immediately goes into storytelling to give examples and um, it's really easy to keep reading after the instruction and keep reading his stories because they're written so well and, and then next thing you know your pages past the instruction you haven't taken the action that he asked you to take and the next sentence is enticing and you want to keep reading and then you end up getting all the way through the book without writing anything down that's why i read it three times in a row it wasn't on purpose i read it like i need to write a sales message i got all the way through the book and was like shit i didn't write a sales message let me read it again and i did the same thing and the third time i said you know what i'm writing down every single instruction that russell gives and then i'm answering them and, and i did and when i got done i realized that i had all the instructions from expert secrets like extracted from the book and written out on a separate pdf so that if you've read the book and you understand all the concepts now you can just go through the instructions to write a sales message you don't have to keep rereading the book over and over again um just to write your sales message i mean you can if you want to make it better and you want to refine it but if you have the workbook you can just refer back to that and so that's what he left out he left out step by step instructions um but me just saying that russell left this out that's a prolific message like if i if i make a video where i basically say the same thing that i did in that live and i create a headline saying that yeah like that's going to get traction on facebook and i target people who like russell brunson and then i target other digital marketers as well the people who love russell are going to be like you didn't leave anything out it's perfect i used expert secrets and and this and this happened and i built this and then other people are going to be like yeah you totally left that out i read the book and i didn't get anything from it like the whole point is to get people on both sides basically arguing with each other in the comments because then people are going to find that post facebook is going to show it to more people and they'll be able to click the link that i have right above the video and opt in to get my workbook whether they agree with the messaging or not it's perfect so that's what that's what made me start thinking about that today i was just messaging with bernie uh about it right before i recorded this so i just wanted to share that with you guys if you have um like anything that you can take a stance on um that you know is going to last like like one thing is that my mentor takes a stance on all the time is solo ads he's completely against them a lot of people run solo ads a lot of new gurus tell brand new marketers to go buy solo ads and then they go buy them and they get a bunch of opt-ins and they think that they think that it's going to be great. I see it all the time in Facebook groups. People are like, "Oh, I just bought my I spent, you know, I bought my first bit of traffic from a solo ad vendor and I got like, you know, 100 clicks and 40 opt-ins. Let's go." And I and I always just wait. 
I wait because I'm like, okay, if those opt-ins turn into something, if you're going to tell us about the opt-ins, you're going to tell us about the sales for sure. And then I wait and I wait and no more posts come out. And I know it. I don't say anything about it anymore because I used to say, hey, wait till you get some sales. Let's see. I mean, hopefully you get sales, but um, a lot of solo ad providers, a lot of them, you have to find the right one. It's almost like if you put an ad out on Facebook, you have to fight the right message for the right audience. That's your job as the advertiser. With the solo ad provider, they have the audience. You have the message. You don't get to see which is which or if it matches. So you have to find the right solo ad provider that's actually going to provide you with some good traffic. And then you have to write a sequence that's specifically for solo ads. So people go through the email sequence and only the people who click on the links and take action get added to your actual list because like 80%, 90% of the people that end up seeing your solo ad offer are gonna be junk traffic that are just getting a emails. Okay, so my AirPod died right in the middle of that. Um, so where was I at? I was talking about solo ad traffic and, and junk traffic. Um, and, and basically w- when you get added to, or when you run a solo ad, you, they don't get to know that much about what they're opting into. All they see is one headline and a link. So that's how these solo ads work. If you don't know what a solo ad is, basically, I kind of already went into it a little bit, but it's where you pay somebody who has a huge email list or somebody who's offering solo ads and, and they basically guarantee you clicks. So you pay for clicks. So you can pay them like, let's say $50 for a hundred clicks. And you know that a hundred clicks, a hundred people are going to click your link and go to your opt-in page. Now the thing with solo ads is they usually have a high opt-in rate because all these people Think about it like this. If your email ends up on a solo ad provider's email list, like they're going to be sending you all kinds of offers. Every day you'll get an email from them and inside of that email, there will be 10 to 15 or however many they decide to put in there. There will be a a bunch of headlines and a bunch of links and your offer is going to be one of those. Okay, so if they, they click, they opt in, or they don't opt in, but they click. And that's what you're getting guaranteed. And because of that, you gotta remember that after they opt in, they're not, it's not like a normal email address where everything that they're getting is uh, is good stuff that they actually want. Cause think about it like this. If they're getting these emails every day or every other day, think about how many other things they're opting into. They're not just on this solo ad providers list getting these emails. They're getting emails from everyone that they've opted into. If they're getting, if they're getting a chance to opt into multiple lists like every day, think about if they just opt in to one of them every day. If they, if they only opt into one of those offers every day, 30 days later, they're on 30 different email lists. And if all those marketers are doing their job right, they're, they're all sending emails. So why would you want to put that person on your email list why would you want to build an email list out of that basically every email that you send them you're it's going to be competing with all these other emails just to get open just to get open and we're not sending emails just for the sake of sending them we're we're sending them so people open them 
read the content, digest it, click the link, get some sort of value from it, and keep going. And there's a whole process to even be able to do that with solo ads. Uh, and that's why my mentor, he talks about them um, blatantly and says that he's against them. It's part of his prolific messaging. And I'm totally for it because um, I haven't paid for solo ads, but I got 100 free clicks from somebody. And out of those 100 free clicks, like they offered it to me just like as a test, like, hey, like give 100 free clicks. And if you like what, what happened, then we could talk about purchasing more clicks. And as soon as they sent the clicks, I got 38 opt-ins. That's usually, people will usually be really happy about that. 38 opt-ins, 30 people, 38 people opted in. And out of those people that opted in, guess what they didn't do? After they opted in, my email sequences started going out to them and no one even opened an email. Not one, not one email was opened. After three days of that, I deleted all 38 of those people off of my list. He said, you're not even open, like zero of you are opening emails. And this is a sequence that my regular traffic who already kind of like, knows and trust me that opted in organically, not because they saw some headline uh, and a link under it and just decided to check it out. People who already consumed my message, knew what they were opting in for, like instead of going through the sequence, on average, I have open rates of around 50%. 50-5-0. But with these 38 people going through that same exact sequence, my opt-in rate was 0%. And so I decided, you know what? I'm not even going to be sending emails to this list. I don't, these aren't my people. I'm glad I didn't pay for these clicks. Um, and I deleted it. But it's funny because I, I did that after three days of seeing that they're still not opening emails. But on day one, I saw like nobody really opened the email. But right away, the person who sent me those clicks was asking when we can set up purchasing more clicks. They're like, oh, great, so you got 38 opt-ins. You wanna get some more clicks? And I said, actually, um, I wanna kinda hold off on that and wait to see how how these opt-ins interact with my emails that are going out. And they said, oh, okay. And I wonder if in their mind they were like, shit, I'm not gonna be able to get him. Because a lot of these solo ad providers, they sell solo ads, they rent out their list so that they can get money to buy Facebook ads, right? And, and if their list was so great, they wouldn't be buying Facebook ads to get new people into their offers. They would just be sending their offers to the list that they already have. But they already know that it's junk traffic, so they wanna rent it out to other people so that they can take that money to get actual good traffic for their own business. And, and when I found out that, when I found out that a lot of solo ads are doing that, when you understand the mechanics of it, it makes complete sense to not use them. But I'm on a whole side rant. My whole point is prolific marketing. The fact that my mentors, my mentor is the one who spelled all that out for me. And even after he did it, I still accepted those free hundred clicks, but I accepted it very wearily. Like I accepted it with a heavy dose of skepticism. And as soon as I saw exactly what he had already outlined, as soon as I saw that playing out with these clicks, that's when I decided, okay, done. I'm not going to be wasting my money on this. Thank you so much for sharing that with me, Zach. And that's my mentor, Zach Crawford. Um, and uh, I'm just really glad that he shared it with me. But there's other people that have used solo ads. Sorry, there's somebody cutting metal nearby and I'm gonna end this so you don't have to hear it. But um, yeah, 
there's other people that are being mentored by him that like solo ads for whatever reason and they hate that he hates it you know they're like why like so and so says to do it and so and so says to do it but they don't understand that all these people that are saying to do it usually have skin in the game they're they're actually like providing solo ads so they're saying you should do it or they have a friend that does and that friend gives them a certain percentage of everything that they make if they send people over to him you know so they might say oh you got to get solo ads to start your list get them from this guy but then what you don't know is when you go get them from that guy you know the person that sent you is basically making money off of that um so there's a lot of stuff that goes on like that with solo ads and but by putting out what you stand for taking a side and sticking to it consistently like he always talks about solo ads my mentor because it's solo ads are something that aren't going away they're going to stay there and people are either going to be using them or not using them people are always going to have an opinion on this if they're digital, if they're marketing in the digital realm and so that's why that's his message so you have to find something prolific something that's not too out there and crazy but something that you actually stand for and stick to it my big thing is venture capital like there's no need to take on any venture capital funding unless you're building a factory or something where you need a lot of money to actually get started there's no need for that anymore with social media and you being able to build your audience by providing value like that's that's what I did that's what I'm doing and opportunities are coming I'm moving forward I'm growing I'm learning I'm providing value and helping other people and this all started from me just wanting to talk about funnels wanting to talk about funnels 113 episodes ago that's how this started so be prolific with your marketing figure out something that you can stand for and your perfect customers your perfect audience will rally behind you the haters are going hey but they're just going to help spread your message to the people who love you. So I hope that helps. I hope that brought some value to you guys. Take care. Peace. Thanks for listening to the episode. Super pumped to have you guys listening to the podcast. Really like this is it's a dream come true for me. Like and I'm not over exaggerating. So I just wanted to share that and just say thank you. Just say thank you. And also let you guys know that tomorrow's episode I'm going to be covering why I think starting off affiliate marketing is the perfect move for anybody who's trying to start an online business. I want to go over the ins and outs of what affiliate marketing actually teaches you and how it's applicable to any other market. I'm also going to cover the three things that affiliate marketers don't have to do. So, stay tuned, check out tomorrow's episode dropping in the morning. I hope you guys are all having a good day. Take care. Peace.